Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Maybe he was so flabbergasted by the six and a half being what uh, what they had there that he just he didn't know how to respond or say anything. It just took him totally off guard. Could be. You think? I don't know. Do I need to dial up some music or something? Well, every now and then we, I don't know, you, you play Happy Birthday every now and then. Every now and then you play some other songs, but we, we don't usually play music on the show. No, we don't. That is, that is very true. He says, I hear you guys fine. Ah, he's on a different input. There he is. I had you, you on. I, yeah, I had you on B. I always says well, B. I always come in on B, but B was not, it wouldn't let me connect. Okay. For some reason, so I just figured it was y'all knew it was tied up, and usually when that happens, I just pop over to A, and that works. And okay, usually don't have an issue. How's it going? Oh uh, well, you got you've got the um, uh, intro played twice, so that's yeah, that's I heard, po- that. that's I heard both of them. Yeah, that's positive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. I was asking you, which <clears throat> you probably were trying to respond, but I didn't have six and a half wins. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? And that's regular regular season only. Yes. Yes. Right. Hmm. Yeah, I like the over. I like the over. I mean, the more and more I look at the team, I, I just I know those four games in the middle of the schedule are tough, but I, I really like the first three games for Arkansas, and I think they've got a real good chance in all the last five games. Um, I think they've really built for depth this year. You know, it's interesting. I did this. Uh, video breakdown on defensive line and uh, everybody's was like, yeah, we hear that every year, you know, and here comes the hype train again. And I'm just thinking, I mean, all I remember saying is the reason they have struggles on the defensive line is because they can't keep a defensive line coach. (laughs) That's what I've said over the years. But, uh, you know, when you have a strong defensive line and they've got nine seniors and they go three deep, you know, pretty solid three deep. Uh, I always think that's a really good sign. You know, I do think that they're, you know, a deficiency here or there. You know, they're a little young at tight end, but I think they're going to be good there. Um, you know, safety worries me a little bit, but, you know, I think maybe with some shuffling around that they could could be okay there. Uh, but you got KJ back and you got Rocket back, and, you know, you would hope to th- you would hope that the offensive line is still going to be good even though they lost what they lost uh, because, you know, of Sam Pittman's background as a recruiter. Um, the, the players that he's brought in, and I like where they are at linebacker and intrigued with the wide receiver spot. Those first three games, if you can come out of those next four, you know, get a, a win or two wins, even you know, if you get if you come out of there one and three, you know, I know it'll feel like the end of the world at the time, but it, you know, again, those last five games I think are all, you know, very winnable for Arkansas. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over on six and a half. So. Um, we That's where I would say. Trey, we got it. it Randy brought it up, the, the fact that the first four games, none of them are in Arkansas. It's the first time in school history that that's happened. Your first four conference games were not – none of them played yeah. in the state of Arkansas. But we just made the point, 
if they somehow split those games, then you're talking about, yeah, you're going to be over six and a half because the schedule shapes up real nicely for them after that, as yeah. you just pointed out. Right. And, uh, you know, you you don't want to come out of there 0-4, obviously, because no. then you, you run the risk of, you know, especially in this day and age, letting go of the rope, you know, and just a lot of negativity could surround. I mean, nobody's talking about Sam Pittman's job security, but, you know, you, you lose four straight just open conference play in year four, I guarantee you, you'll be hearing about it. Uh, so it, it depends on how, how they manage that stretch of games. I mean, and, you know, whether or not I think we de- determine whether they have a successful season or not. So um, speaking of schedules, they're supposed to introduce the schedules for 2024 tomorrow night at 6. So yeah. that should be pretty intriguing. I'm not sure how that will work out exactly, except for Arkansas. I'm sure they'll send them back to Gainesville. <laughs> and, and you know Vanderbilt won't be on it. Vanderbilt won't be there. They're supposed to play Kentucky next year in, in Fayetteville, so they'll right, probably drop right. Kentucky from them too. <laughs> I don't know about that. Not that, they may, they not that Kentucky's that. not, uh, you know, Kentucky. No. Well, I mean, like, they're going to put Texas on there, don't you think? I think they'll put Texas, Ole Miss, and Missouri on because they'll be permanent rivals. And then, yeah, I, I don't know about the rest. I don't think it'll be at Florida because they've done that too much. And they're there this year. No, I'm, I'm just kind of joking yeah. around with that. I, but, I um, yeah. I think Oklahoma we'll see how I think you're down. right, though, Trey. That's the problem. I think you're right. No, they won't put <laughs> Florida on there. Yeah. Yes. I think, I think yeah. uh, first year in the league, Oklahoma could be on there the first year. Yeah. I wouldn't mind taking a trip to Norman. Uh, I haven't been there. That's the only – Oklahoma will be the only SEC stadium that I haven't been to when they enter the league, so that would be nice. Well, it's going to be interesting. That's uh, an understatement. Uh, this from our first Arkansas Bank and Trust bus text line. Trey says, uh, no, this is coming from the 501. Trey, what percentage right now do you give the Hogs for making a bowl game for the 2023 season? And will it be a lower tier, mid tier, or upper tier bowl game? Still early to be given predictions because I haven't really dove as deep as I usually do in the summer, you know, usually not at this point, um, but at some point I will dive deep into every single team and the ins and outs and, and come up with a, an idea of where I think Arkansas's record is going to be. Just, you know, guessing, I think that they can win eight games regular season, you know, and we'll see give or take. Uh, but if they win eight, I mean, that was good enough to get them to a really nice bowl game uh, to the Outback Bowl, um, you know, a couple years ago. So, to me, about outback is upper lower tier, I guess. Um, so, as far as getting to a bowl game, I, I think they're going to a bowl game. I mean, I don't know what percentage I would put on that. I would just be surprised if they didn't make a bowl game. Straight back to uh, as you were you were talking a little bit about position by position. Question that I have: Does Arkansas have the depth this year? Uh, you're, we've been talking about this four-game conference opening stretch of games. Injuries always happen. Mm-hmm. Does Arkansas have the depth this year to withstand some injuries? Last year, maybe the most damaging injury uh, was not to Catalan. It was to K.J. Jefferson, even though it wasn't a season-ending injury. Uh, mm-hmm. Tried to play against Liberty. We know the result of that. And... Uh, 
then missed the uh, Mississippi State game, I believe it was. No, LSU game. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, does can, can Arkansas withstand some injuries, and do they have the depth to withstand those injuries? Just depends on where, Randy. Obviously, you know, even with Jacoby Criswell, you feel a lot better about the quarterback situation, sure. but losing your starter would be – uh, that would be a pretty big blow, especially when, you know, it's a known commodity like KJ is. Right. Um, you know, running back, they've got quality depth there. You know, they've got uh, A.J. and Rashad DeBinion. You know, Dominic Johnson should be back. Isaiah Augustave, usually if a freshman running back is going to bite, they'll bite as a true freshman. So, you know, we're thinking all those guys could be good, but are any of them Rocket Sanders or a 1,400-yard rusher? I don't know about that. So, you know, that would hurt, but – they, it's not like you know they're not going to play with a running back. Uh, wide receiver is difficult because you're not 100% sure who the starters are going to be. There's still probably seven, eight guys that are battling for a starting job uh, right now. Um, you know, tight end could get a little iffy, although I hear really good things, you know, just from inside about the two tight ends that they brought in. They feel real good about them, the two uh, transfer tight ends. Um, you know, defensive line, yeah, I think that they could – take a hit and, um, you know, obviously you're not going to be as good as you were, but they could take a hit and keep on being pretty good linebacker too. Um, you know, possibly cornerback safety would be the area that would concern me a little bit. Um, you know, you, you start talking about shuffling things around a lot, uh, in the secondary. So safety would concern me. And then obviously losing a star player, you know, is going to, is going to impact you pretty, pretty significantly. But I, I think that what Sam Pittman did differently this year you know, we looked at last year's team, and you, you know, you look at you get caught looking at the starting lineup. And you're like, man, it's really, really solid all the way across. There's this, there doesn't seem to be like a real hole uh, with this team. Then the injury started happening, and you're like, oh, well, death. <laughs> There's the hole. And this year, I mean, they brought in eight last year. This year, they brought in 18 transfer additions, 18, and that's one reason they have so many seniors on the defensive line. I mean, they brought in what four seniors out of the transfer portal on the defensive line. Um, added two quality linebackers in addition to the guys that they have. Uh, added a lot of defensive backs, a lot, including some guys that are really highly regarded, Al Walcott, Lorando Johnson, Jaheim Singletary. Those are all really, really nice additions. Um, you know, and then the wide receivers that they added out of the transfer portal, added three guys there, added two tight ends, um, just one offensive lineman and Joshua Braun. It looks like he's probably going to start at right guard. And – you know, they really needed to bring in a quality backup quarterback, a guy that we could look at and say this guy, you know, might be next. Or you're not just like throwing your hands in the air going, well, that's the ball game, you know, as soon as you lose K.J. Jefferson. Uh, so having Jacoby, I think, is is just about as big as anything. But, um, yeah, I think, they've, I think they've really, you know, I think, well, Sam Pittman's mindset has just evolved, obviously, you know. And, and I don't know if they're going to bring in 18 every year. I don't – I think it's more – Maybe like an ideal formula would be like 20 high school recruits and 10 transfer additions, something like that. But we talked about the 2020 class, guys. I mean, they've had, I think there's two players, yeah, there's two players left in that class, 2020 class. Uh, that, I mean, that's, that's, that'll go down as an all time bad <laughs> class in mm. Arkansas. Uh, you got Jashad Stewart and Dominic Johnson are the only guys left in that. 2021, we talked about the issues with that one, with, uh, you know, some issues evaluating, not being able to go out on the road, doing everything over a computer and off highlight tapes and stuff like that, just not able to evaluate well. I think there's 11 left in that class. So you've got back-to-back classes with 13 total players, and that's just not very good. And 
the transfer portal for Arkansas and the transfer portal and the free and clear trans uh, the free and clear you know immediate eligibility with the transfer uh, those those things came along right at the right time for Arkansas if they didn't have those then um, it'd be pretty rough right now I mean obviously you wouldn't have lost so many players to the transfer portal but at the same time um, you know a lot of those guys just didn't belong here we agree with that. All right, let's talk with uh, Boss Hog. Boss Hog, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yes, I do. How you guys doing? Doing great, thank you. Man, I think uh, guys, I think the key is to, to the football season is keeping uh, keeping KJ healthy. As long as KJ stays healthy and our running back stays healthy, Sanders, I think we'll be all right. If we get any wide receiver play, we can win seven games. Plus, hmm. Randy, ooh. I'm going to go seven and five if we stay healthy and make make our reservations to uh, Nashville, Randy. You guys have a wonderful day, Trey. It's always good to hear from you. And go Orioles. <laughs> you got the Blue Jays tonight. Uh, Trey, I think you've more or less answered this, but I'll go ahead from our uh, buzz text line. Who does Trey think? is a running back that will step up during the season. Well, I mean, when Rocket Sanders went down against Kansas, and I know Kansas isn't necessarily SEC, uh, but Rashad DeBinion and A.J. Green both – A.J. went for like 99 yards, mm-hmm. I think, and uh, DeBinion went for over 100. So both those guys stepped up big for Arkansas. Uh, like I said, Isaiah Augustoff, if he's – if he – is going to bite as a freshman. And if he's going to bite as a player, period, then usually you do it as a freshman. And we'll see if Dominic Johnson's back. I just, it's hard for me to see him getting back to where he was full form uh, after two ACLs, but we'll see. I mean, guys have done it before. I mean, Jamal Lewis tore two ACLs and, you know, kept on trucking in the NFL for a long time. So it can happen. Uh, Fred Daly came back and, I mean, it felt like record time and had a, a great year the following year after an ACL tear. Uh, so it can it can absolutely happen where a guy comes back and you know and plays well, uh, but I mean I think all those backs are are really capable. I'm going to change gears real quick. We're about out of time, but um, this upcoming weekend we talked about all the nice things that was said about Arkansas. This is another elite group. It looks like. Trey coming in this weekend, and one that I am super excited about, Braylon Russell, who mm-hmm. formerly committed to Arkansas, decommitted, but he is visiting this weekend, and it sounds like he's ready to make a decision pretty soon. I'm guessing he will make that decision after he visits Tennessee, but, man, I just love the fact they're getting Braylon back on campus. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, I mean, Obviously, they've already got Jaden Ball committed at running back, and you know Nate Palmer had a really good visit, like really good. Like, you know, wouldn't surprise me if he's the other back in this class. And you know, I don't know if it was maybe you know wanted to make sure that Braylon wanted to make sure that there's you know a spot for him, make sure he gets in, and maybe moves things along faster. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but uh, I'm glad he's coming in because he's a really talented back. And um, you know, if he does visit and he decides he wants to be a Razorback, then, you know, that's that's obviously good for him and, and good for Arkansas because, you know, they kind of get their choice that maybe it feels like between him and, and Nate Palmer. And uh, Arkansas appears to be set to uh, get a visit 
from Four Star Corner, Selman Bridges out of Temple, Texas. I mean, this guy has got an elite list of schools who've offered. He, he, I mean, he's one of the top 50 prospects in the country, number six ranked cornerback, number 11 overall player in Texas, um, 6'3", 170. You know, even if he's just 6'1", that's still really good size for a cornerback. Um, but, yeah, you, you mentioned it, uh, you know, Arkansas, Texas, TCU, USC, Alabama. I mean, he's got LSU, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Texas, and could keep on going. He's yeah. got a, a pretty – I mean, it's the offer list you would expect of a guy ranked number 48 nationally. Yeah. Boy, there's – I mean, and then there's an elite linebacker that will be visiting this weekend. So, I mean, they, they, Arkansas has got some – Banner, banner recruits coming in this weekend, and I'm going to put him at the top of the list. That's Braylon Russell also coming in this weekend. So we hope that ends up positive with Braylon. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy. Okay. Bye, guys. Of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company.